Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. The Bible says that he abides in the praises of his people. Now, if you read that fast, you miss everything that it means. What that means is that he lives, he he operates, he lives in an atmosphere of praise. Now, I don't know what that means for you, but I'm going to tell you what it means for me. Every time you move into a new place, you begin to arrange things the way you want it to be. You begin to fix things the way you want it to be so that you can be comfortable. So you, I move into a place and I pick a color for a wall and I pick uh, the TV is going to go here and the sofa is going to go here and everything, I, the picture frame is going to go here because I want to feel comfortable in the place that I'm going to abide. When the psalmist says he abides in the praises of his people, what he's really saying is God steps in and begins to arrange things the way he wants them to look. Listen to what I'm saying. So what's happening in here is not just a bunch of crazy people shouting. What's happening here, and I feel God, what's happening here is that God in the midst of praise is arranging things the way he wants it to happen. And so in place of sadness, he puts joy because he says, I can't abide in a place that is sad. In place, in place of depression, I put happiness because I can't abide in a place where depression, where depression rules. In a place of sickness, I place healing because in, I can't abide where sickness and me can't abide in the same place. So whenever I step in, I begin to arrange things the way I want it to be. Is there anybody here who give God space? give God some space to begin to put things the way he wants it to be. How do I do that pastor? Well, lift up your hands and begin to praise the Lord. He abides in the praises of his people. Somebody ought to bless the name of the Lord. Listen, with all due respect, I don't need you to help me praise God. I got a testimony. He's done something for me. He's been real, real good to me. So I don't praise him based on my surroundings. I praise God based on who he is. So I just, I'm looking for two or three people who can join me. Just two, I don't need everybody. I need two or three people who say, you know what? I'm going through some stuff. I've been crying. I've been struggling. I've been fighting. But in spite of all this, can can I? The psalmist said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. There is a song that the redeemed have that the angels can't sing. You know why? Because the angels don't know what it is to struggle. The angels don't know what it is to go through pain. The angels don't know what it is to lose something. The angels don't know what it is to go through sickness. So when you and I 
the redeemed of the Lord begin to praise God. The angels say, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Step back, step back. We can't sing this song. We don't, we can't sing this song. We can't, we can't, we can't. We got a good space for the children of God. We got a good space for the children of God. And God says, it's like a sweet fragrance coming to my head. It's, it's like a sweet fragrance coming to my nose. Is there anybody here who's been redeemed? Pastor, I'm struggling to preach. Because I feel there's a shift happening. And I've been praying, sitting there going, okay, God, what do you want me to say? Because I have something, but what do you want me to say? But I feel there's a shift happening. There's a shift happening. Some years ago, I used to have an 86 Mercury Cougar, eight cylinders. If you know about cars, eight cylinders, bro, that takes off. So while I'm in New York, I, be, I decided to race my friend who had a, an Integra. They don't make those anymore. But he said, I'm going to beat you. I said, you crazy? I got an eight-cylinder right here. The problem was, we took off. And I started going faster than him. But the problem with my car was that it could only go to first gear. And because I was stuck in first gear, I started fast. But I didn't sustain my speed. And so whoever I was beating suddenly passed me because I wasn't able to shift. Some of us here started fast, but you have not been able to shift. And you're wondering why people are passing you by. And you're saying, God, when is my turn? God, when is my turn? And God is saying, it's been your turn. I've been waiting for you is to shift. Because the moment you shift, everything is going to begin to come to pass. Is there anybody here who's willing to shift, shift, shift? It's not because they're better than you. It's not because they're more talented, talented than you. It's not because they're more gifted than you. It got nothing to do with that. It's because you haven't been well, well, willing to make the changes that you need to make. God is saying, I'm waiting on you. Are we singing? Oh, I wait on you. No, God is saying, waiting on me. I'm waiting on you. I've been waiting for you. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready to move. Are you ready to move? I'm ready to change things. Are you willing to be the change? Come on, change church. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Bible can't 
until we are willing to start the fire. The problem with your pastors, the problem with me, is that we see revival. We know what it smells like. We know what it looks like. We know what it tastes like. We know what it feels like. We know what it sounds like. And when we say revival is coming, it's because there's a few, there's a few, not everybody, not everybody. Because people are interested in events. We love events. We love stardom. We, we, we love celebrity. But what we miss is that in the midst of the hoopla, we miss the presence of God. What matters right now is not another event, it's not another speaker, it's not another singer, it's the presence of God. Why? Because a preacher without the presence of God is just a motivational speaker. A singer without the presence of God is just an entertainer. An event without the presence of God is just that, an event. There is no change, there is no transformation, there is no deliverance, there is no change being broken. We need the presence of God. D.L. Moody the man who was considered the prince of preachers said this, give us revival or we die. Pastor, you don't hear this anymore. This, you don't hear this language anymore. We need to tarry in the presence of the Lord. We don't hear that. Because we come to prayer going, man, I got to go. I'm just going because the pastor has to see me there. But we don't talk about tarrying in the presence of God. We don't talk about laboring like a woman in labor waiting for God to do something. We want a quick fix. Give me the word that I need for the week. God is saying, man, I'm not trying to fix it for the week. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to give you a quick fix so you can feel good and then today and Monday you forget about me. You know what I'm trying to do? You're using me. You know what that's called? It's going to sound tough. But this is what that's called. You're prostituting his presence. You're prostituting the relationship. Well, pastor, how can you say that? Easy. Give me what I want. After I got it, I'm out. You don't talk to him during the week. You don't call him. You don't spend time in his presence. You use him, and then you're out. God is saying, I'm all you need. I am all you need. Bible. It's not 
not a good service. Revival is not good worship. You guys are rocking, by the way. You guys are great and anointed. But revival is not a good song. You know that the Bible says that while they were in the upper room praying, God told them, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That word power comes from the word dunamis, where we get the word dynamite from. Now you know there's a difference between a dynamite and fireworks, right? You know there's a difference. I mean, I, I live in Orlando. We hear fireworks the whole time. I go to Disney all the time. There's fireworks. Fireworks are flashy. They make a lot of noise. Everybody goes, wow. And then it's over. It's just a bunch of smoke. But dynamite, dynamite is used to change the surroundings. When something can be moved, they use dynamite. When they're about to demolish a building, they use dynamite. God is saying, I don't want you, I'm not giving you power to be flashy. I'm not giving you power to entertain. In fact, I'm not giving you power so that people can go, wow, look at that. Oh my goodness. No, I'm not giving you power for that. The power I'm giving you is so that you can transform your surroundings. He says, I'm giving you power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. I sense the prophetic rising. There's a, there's a generation that's saying, I'm tired of just church. It's got to be more than God than this. I'm tired of just service. It's got to be more to God than this. Some of you right now, in the middle of the night, God is waking you up and you think it's to go to the bathroom and pee. That's not, no, no, no. It's God waking you up. Saying, I need to talk to you. I want to show you some things. And you ignore the voice of God. This is God's moment for this church. This is God's moment for this, for this congregation. This is God's moment for you. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Revival is coming. Revival is coming. But revival without change is not revival. There's some ministries here that have been dormant. You know who you are. God has called you. God has called you. You know God has called you. As a matter of fact, as this service has been going on, you've been feeling God's tug in your heart. You've been fighting. You know God's called you. And the enemy's trying to tell you, now nah, you're not worth it. You don't got what it takes. I know everything about you. They won't accept you. God won't use you. Can I tell you something that I learned about the devil? The Bible says that the devil is the father of lies. Nothing he says is true. So whenever he tells you you're not going to succeed, you know what you tell him? You know what you tell him? Thank you. 
Keep talking to me. You're not going to make it. Keep talking to me. Come talk to me. Why else am I not going to do according to you? Why else? You're not going to be free. Keep talking to me. Keep talking to me, devil. Keep talking to me. I know this messes up with some of your theology, but watch. Keep talking to me. You're never going to be free. You're always going to struggle. Keep talking to me, devil. Why do you keep asking me to talk to me? To talk to you? Because I know that you're a liar. And the more you talk, you must know something about me that I don't know. If I'm in your radar, that means I'm a threat to you and your kingdom. So keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. You keep talking. You keep saying what you're going to say. Keep throwing what you're going to throw. Keep lying to me. Because the more you lie to me, the more I understand that God has his eye on me. service was a setup for you. It was a setup. You thought you were coming to another Sunday service. No, no, no. He had an appointment with you. He had this moment prepared from eternity for you. And he's saying to you, listen, listen. He's saying, it's now or never. It's now or never. It's now or never. No more excuses. No more excuses. Everybody struggles. Everybody has battles. That's why he sent the Holy Spirit. So that he can help us in the midst of our storm, in the midst of our issues. You know who has issues? This dude right here. I got mad issues. This guy. I need Jesus every day. This guy. I need God every day. I can't live a day without God. I would lose my mind if God wasn't in my life. I would go crazy if God wasn't in my life. We all have issues. But I told the Lord in the midst of my if you can take me with my issues, then I take you in your glory. If you can take me in my, in my issues, I take you in your presence. I want to open the altar. I don't know how we do it in this church. Pastor Glory, help me. Submit. But I want to open the altar because I feel that God is talking to some of you today. God was talking to you on your way here. He was trying to make it a church fast today. Like faster than usual. He just said, man, today, today's got to be the day. Today is just the day. It's got to be today. I'm going to lose it if it's, if it's not today. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to let go. If God doesn't speak to me today, I'm going to quit. God is saying, don't quit yet. I'm working. I know you don't see me, but I'm working. I know it seems like I've been silent, but no, no. I'm working, I'm working. I learned, I'm learned, I didn't like school. I didn't like school. I, I, you know, I'm from New York. I'm in the South Bronx. My era, you graduated. I went to Taft High School. 
start hungers. Staff high school men. Staff was an acronym for training animals for tomorrow. If you're from New York, you know that, right? Staff high school. But I learned something about tests. The teacher will talk to you to you all year up until you're tested. When you're being tested, the teacher is there, but he won't speak to you. He's only there to help you facilitate the test. Yeah. So you may be tested right now, and you say, God, I need you. You say, well, you need a pencil? Yes, ma'am. No, I can't give you the answer yet because I've been talking to you. You need to trust that everything I've told you in your process is for this moment. This moment, right now. But God, will you talk to me because you're being tested? But I need you to speak to me. I can't speak to you. You're being tested. But I have all the confidence in you that you're going to come out of this all right. Because I know me and I am all powerful, says the and I've empowered you so that in the midst of everything, like Paul wrote, after you've done everything, stand. Stand. God is talking to you right now. The altar is open. is open. Now listen. I know who God is speaking to. I can go get you. Or you can come on your own. I don't want to go get you. God is talking right now.
doing something in this place. You know, some of you are going to begin to lose some friends. And you're going to wonder why. You're going to wonder why. They're going to stop calling you. And you're going to think, man, did I betray them? Did I? And you're going to try to call them, then I'm going to pick up your phone call. God is separating you. But from, from what's hindering his purpose in your life. That person you're dating, say bye-bye. Because God is about to take you to another level. And that person is being a stumbling block. tried everything. You've tried everything. And everything you've tried has fallen short. You've tried it. You've tried men, you've tried women, you've tried sex, you've tried drugs. Some of you even tried witchcraft. You realize things have fallen short. What God is saying is that nothing can compare to me. The psalmist says, as the deer pants for the water brooks, my soul longs after thee. What he is saying is my soul is thirsty. I can't give it anything else but some of us, our soul is crying out for God and you're giving it everything else but God. I used to drink a lot of Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola in the morning. Coca-Cola in the afternoon. Coca-Cola in the night time. Two liters soda in one sip. Coca-Cola. Until I realized that it was messing me up.
sin looks good. Have you ever, have you ever opened up a can of Coca-Cola? Just that sound. Glorious. But that's the illusion. Sin has the same illusion. It has the same illusion. Water may not sound great. But your body is mostly water. If you don't give it water, your body will shut down. Your spirit is spirit. everything else you won't survive God is saying today let sin go and receive water that when you drink of it you will never thirst again if you're in here you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior the altar is open we're not trying to embarrass you man at some point we had a pastor Tito pastor Pastor Omar, Pastor Gloria, all the leadership here, all the pastors here, we all had to make that same decision. We all fall short of the glory of God. We are all, listen, we are an imperfect people loved by a perfect God. So as I pray, you say, Pastor, I want to accept Jesus as my Savior. Let's pray together. Let's pray together. Those of you who came up, I want you to know something. From this moment forward, no turning back. The moment you leave these doors, the enemy's going, nah, I'm going to mess this up. That's sin for them. God says, it is you. Remember this moment. Pray like you never prayed before. Seek God like you never sought God before. Read his scripture. If you don't understand anything, your pastors are here. Allow yourself to be discipled. What God is about to do in your life is going to be incredible. But allow God to do it in your life. If you screw up, get up right where you tripped. Want to hear something funny? I've never seen somebody trip and say, I'm not walking ever again. Like most of us, nobody trips pretty, by the way. Like you don't trip with style. Like you don't got swag when you trip. You trip, you, eat, you look back to see who's watching you, but if you're like me, you start cracking up. Oh, brother, you tripped on your own feet. But I never said when I trip, and I, I've, I'm, I've tripped sometimes where I've, it's been painful. Almost twisted an ankle, painful. But I've never ever said, I'm not walking again. If you screw up, don't quit. Start from where you messed up. Start from where you screwed up. Okay, I screwed up. The Bible says the righteous man falls seven times and gets back up again. Get up again. Get up again. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those who've come up and those who haven't. Those who you've spoken to 
today, Lord, I pray that this fire that you have ignited in their hearts, Lord, would not go out. We're praying for revival in Port St. Lucie. We're praying for revival in Port St. Lucie. Lord, right now, ignite every heart in the name of Jesus. I come against discouragement. I come against fear. I come against the voice of the past. I come against the voice of failure in the name of Jesus. And I declare your presence over their lives, God. In the middle of our struggle, allow us, God, allow us, allow us, God, allow us, God, allow us, God, allow us, God, to get to know you better. Can we worship God while he moves in this place? The Holy Spirit is ministering. Father, in Jesus' name, I come against the spirit of suicide right now. I bind it in Jesus' name. I bind it in Jesus' name. You have no part. Right now, I bind you, spirit of suicide. I cast you out now. In the name of Jesus, spirit of violence, I cast you out. She will not cut herself more. Right now, in the name of Jesus, now, I cast you out. 
in the name of Jesus spirit of abuse I cast you out right now and in the name of Jesus we break every generational curse in the name of Jesus for your glory and for your honor let every generational curse be broken right now now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus let every work of the enemy be undone right now let every work of the enemy be undone right now let every work of the enemy be undone right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus life. I speak life right now. 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 Whatever was tormenting you, I bind it in Jesus' name. Whatever is keeping you awake at night, I bind it in Jesus' name. Whatever's giving you insomnia, whatever's giving you anxiety, right now, right now, I bind it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Tonight, I give you peace. I speak peace over your life. I speak peace over your life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. No more pills. No more pills. No more pills. No more pills. Mm. No more pills. God gives you peace that surpasses all understanding. That every anxiety be gone. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands right there. We're about to go over. Lift up your hands right there. Can you worship God for just a moment? Have the authority that you have given me. Gotta say this like you believe it.
give the Lord a hand praise. He's good, he's good, he's good, he's good. Come on, let's, get, let's make it louder, come on. Louder, come on, louder. Come on, he took control of the service, come on. He took control of the service. He shifted the word, he shifted everything because he knows your need, he knows what's going on here, come on. Give God a praise because he's here. And because he's here, he's able to shift some stuff. He's able to make it personal. He's able to personalize the word for you. He's able to take control of the preacher, of the speaker, of the worship. Because he knows your need. He knows what's needed right now. He's a now God. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling the glory of God. I want overflow. Come on. Stop looking at your watch. You don't want tomorrow. Say, God, fill me up. Overflow. Overflow. I don't know about you, but I don't want to leave his presence. I don't work tomorrow. I don't want to leave his presence. Give me more. I need somebody to say, give me more. Give me more. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. I'm hungry for the word. I'm hungry for your, I'm hungry for your presence. Some of y'all want to leave. I want to stay. Some of y'all want to leave. I want to stay. Some people want to leave. I want to stay, Pastor. I want to stay, Pastor. Come on, I need the more, God. Come on. Woo! There's a wave. There's a wave. There's a wave happening. There's a wave of His glory. You thought it was over. You thought we finished. You thought He said, I said. There's no that sin in the Lord. That's not as over in the Lord. Nothing is over. He's still working. He's still working. You're about to exit. And he's saying, I'm still working. Oh, I got five people that believe me. I got three that believe me over here. Yeah, you should be running to the altar. There's a fire in the altar. a fire in the altar. He's still moving. He's still moving. Come on, church. Do you see it? Can you see it? Can you feel it? Can you see it? Can you feel it? Can you see it? Ramon, can you see it? I can see it, the prophetic. I can see it. I can feel it. Go, go, go. 